1: Hey, thanks for listening to the Town Hall Review with Hugh Hewitt. Our podcast is sponsored by Alliance Defending Freedom. ADF provides help at no cost to those whose liberty is being violated, but they can't do it without your help. Call 800-691-8969. That's 800-691-8969. Or visit townhallreview.com. President Trump, on the occasion of signing a trade agreement with Japan, the other day had this to say about impeachment and it's lucky that I'm the president because I guess I don't know what a lot of people said very few people could handle it. I sort of thrive on it. You know why? Because because it's so important that we get to the bottom. We went through the whole Mueller scam. Uh, He thrives on it. Well, let's hope so. Uh, There is some indication that he does thrive on it and consistent with President Trump's posture and just about everything. He's on offense. A, A letter from The White House counsel, Pat Cipollone, sent to House Democrat leaders, among other things, said, your unprecedented actions have left the president with no choice. In order to fulfill his duties to the American people, the Constitution, the executive branch, and all future occupants of the office of the presidency, President Trump and his administration cannot participate in your partisan and unconstitutional inquiry under these circumstances. The circumstances being, number one, no formal House vote on an impeachment inquiry and referring it to the House Judiciary Committee for said inquiry, so no subpoena powers for Republicans. And then, as the Wall Street Journal opined, just the general secrecy in which Democrats want to shroud the impeachment inquiry. The Wall Street Journal writing, this is astonishing. The key witness in an attempt to depose an elected president would testify without the American public getting a clue about who he is or what his motivations might be. Impeachment isn't a criminal proceeding. So the right of Mr. Trump to face his accuser doesn't apply. But you'd think the, that annulling the 2016 vote of 63 million Americans would be significant enough to demand witness transparency and a chance for both parties to test his knowledge and credibility. You'd think that, but of course, you'd be wrong if you're thinking that. For more on this topic and his assessment of what the end game is for House Democrats and Democrats generally on impeachment, we're pleased to be joined by another intellectual Eminence. His name is Victor Davis Hanson, the noted historian, Hoover Institution scholar, and uh, columnist for outlets including National Review. VDH, thanks so much for joining us. Great to have you. Um, Bill McGurn in the journal, uh, alongside that editorial I just referenced, uh, he explained why he thinks there's a rush, a rush and uh, associated secrecy around that rush. He wrote, Maybe because in addition to concerns about 2020, the field of Democrats, and whether or not they're capable of defeating Trump, there's an itch to punish Trump voters for what they did in 2016. In other words, it isn't enough that Mr. Trump be defeated. His whole presidency must be delegitimized, along with the people who voted him in. Is this not just an impeachment proceeding against President Trump, but Trump voters?
2: Yeah, I think so. I mean... That's what the whole rhetoric of deplorable, and I think Joe, uh, Joe Biden called them dregs, and we've heard McCain call them crazies, and then the subtext of the Covington kids and the Jesse Smollett were red-hat uh, evil people. Uh, so, yeah, I think that's true, but I think uh, you mentioned the end game, and I think there's so many different factions of hatred in the Democratic Party for Trump that— they all have different purposes, and they're not mutually exclusive. Exclusive. I think some for some of them, like AOC group, it's just a primal scream. We don't really care whether it's wise. We don't care what the pundits or the polls say. We just want to impeach the SOB. For others, it's let's protect the swing, uh, repul- the swing Democratic representatives that might be in danger, and we'll just do an inquiry and bring up everything and uh and see what sticks and may or may not ever go to a vote for some it's what's the alternative i mean we don't we we control the house but do we really want to introduce reparations or green deal or open borders medicare for everybody can they don't really have an agenda they want to concentrate so this is a fallback for some it's uh sort of the i guess it's the andrew johnson strategy well, we, can get, we know we can impeach him, and we can get within three or four votes of a majority vote in the Senate, and maybe if Ben Sass or Mitt Romney or Lisa Murkowski or Susan Collins might join us, then we can tell the American people that we had majority votes both to impeach and convict, but that stupid, ossified Constitution got in the way with a two-thirds requirement in the Senate to depose him. But morally, he is out. So he's so damaged that he will lose two thousand twenty. And then finally, for a few diehards, they really do believe that if they impeach him and there's a Senate trial, they it'll be, you know, Ian Spartacus and Susan Blasey Ford and Michael Anthony. It'll be a real circus. And they don't they'll bring Stormy in, they'll do anything and who knows what happens when you have a um a Senate trial you know just a few months before the election so they're hoping maybe they can get the 14 votes to flip i don't think that's possible but these are the different scenarios i think they're all thinking about they're not mutually exclusive either
1: how did you react to president trump saying that you know he's effectively energized by this that uh as with uh just about every other issue he's tried to advance consistent with what he promised that uh he is going to be on offense as he he's going to take them on straight away
2: Yeah, I think what he's saying is that if you look at the 25th Amendment or the Emoluments Clause or the Logan Act or the Voting Machines or the McCabe-Rosenstein psychodrama coup or Mueller or whatever attempt you look at, there's a predictable uh, trajectory. The media goes crazy. The walls are closing in. The turning point has been reached. Uh, Each man is, is here. Bombshell revelations tomorrow, and then Trump doesn't get facile. He fights back. He goes down, let's say, in the Rasmussen poll to 42, 43. Everybody says he's done. And then the whole thing fizzles out, and he climbs back to 45, 48. And that cycle has now had about 10 iterations. And that's and, and speaking- thinking that this is going to go the same way. The thing that I don't understand and you don't understand and nobody understands is the long term result of all this is that as I hope that people say, you know, I'm so sick of this, this is they jump the shark with this one. I don't want any more of this and I'm gonna vote for Trump if you're an independent. Or is it I'm so tired of this, I'm in a fetal position, make it just all go away, please, and Trump I, I, I kind of like him. I kind of like what he's done, but he, he he's just too controversial. Just get out of here. And that's what I think the Democrats are hoping. And so we don't know of the, what the ultimate reaction will be to, to all of these. Uh,
1: and and speaking of that polling, uh, do you see the D.C. press corps as engaged in the customary Alinsky tactic of trying to convince the majority that their opinions are in the minority? And this is the EKG on an hourly basis from five thirty eight and other outlets about where the uh, polling is on support for impeachment so that we move away from the substance of the case and we just focus on whether or not we're reaching popular critical mass to uh, impeach and remove him.
2: Yeah, I agree entirely. And we've seen that for the last three years. So there are some polls that were taken early last week by Harris that shows that Trump is at an all-time high and then has and it's the daily pulse is down to, from 52 to 45. But the point is that Most people don't distinguish between polls, and so when the media says his polls are down, there's 10 to 20 percent of the electorate that have really no strong ideological preferences. They just want to be on the winning team, and and the media knows that. So if they think there's a mood or a stampede or a a consensus that Trump is failing or wounded or fading, then, you know, they'll, they'll... make the necessary adjustments. Sort of like a football team that's 10-0 and 0 when everybody wants to go see it. When it's 0-10, nobody wants to go see it. So mm. I, think, I think that's the strategy. And I think Trump is already suffering in the real clear politics. He's down in the 43s. He was almost up to 46. And when he's up at 46 with an aggregate of poll that, that includes CNN and the rest of them, he's probably near 50. But I think We've also seen that this is the usual reaction in the short term, and then when these charges... when You know, when they get the whistleblower up there, and it's going to leak out who he is, or she is. It's going to turn out that she's been coached, or he's been coached, or he's had relations with the DNC, or he's been prominent in the left-wing law firm. I think then it'll start to erode, and Trump will recover. But again, nobody knows the ultimate result of all of this, and that is... Does it finally get people so angry that um, they say no more? Or does it say, you know what, if Trump were just out of the picture, we could all, Rodney King fashion, just get along? Mm. And he is, I
1: think the, I'm sorry, go the,
2: ahead. Kavanaugh hearings is ambiguous about that.
1: He is a historian and scholar at the Hoover Institution, Victor Davis Hansen, the author of The Case for Trump. You can read his writings regularly at mgreatness.com as well as National Review. Victor Davis Hanson, thank you so much for joining us, as always. Hey, thanks for listening to the Town Hall Review with Hugh Hewitt. Our podcast is sponsored by Alliance Defending Freedom. ADF provides help at no cost to those whose liberty is being violated, but they can't do it without your help. Call 800-691-8969. That's 800-691-8969. Or visit townhallreview.com.